Thank you for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted, where you will hear biblical truths that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and let Christ take center stage of your life. This episode is another short devotional to help you get your day started. So please pause for a moment, take a deep breath, and be blessed. I have been thinking a lot lately about the power that attend God's word. Think about it. He spoke and the world was created. We have access to his power, his word. I have been a Christian for almost 35 years and I have experienced the power that attends his word more times than I can count. The fact that I am alive, that talking to you is evidence of his power. I love going to the ocean, those that are not crowded. And just stand there and look, out as far as the eye can see. And as I stand there, I feel the power of his word. I know without a doubt that he is the creator. And I know, I am more than certain, whatever challenges I am facing, he is able. I sense his bigness and his vastness, and my soul is satisfied. The ocean, the power of the waves, as they come to shore, I am reminded of Psalms 33, where David says, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as heap. He lays up the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. Psalms 33, 6 through 9. Remember when Jesus and his disciples were crossing the lake and a storm came upon them? Jesus slept in the boat, resting in full confidence and assurance of his Father's love and care, and did not awake until he heard his disciples cry for help. After Jesus calmed the sea, his disciples in total disbelief said, What manner of man is this? that even the winds and the sea obey him. Is there nothing he can't do? He had just fed 5,000 people, or more if you count women and children. And now the power of his word, peace be still, extends to even the winds and the sea. When we read such words, almost too wondrous to comprehend, we are challenged to behold the truth and wonder why we, now and in time past, have doubted his love and care. Can we not find strength in the truth? The last three episodes, we have been discussing the courage to change. There is a word I encourage and challenge you to Google and study. The word is neuroplastic. I'm sure many of you have heard this word. When we speak of change in thought and behavior, this word kind of sums it up and gives us hope. What is it? And why is it important? Well, neuroplasticity is the capacity of the brain cells to change, to rewire, or as the Apostle Paul says, to renew the mind. The transformation that takes place is the Holy Spirit's gift to us. It's evidence of his power. If transformation, a rewiring of our brain, were not possible, then grace would be powerless to make us adequate to perform God's will. 
the gospel would be powerless. Long before there were scientists, there was God, our creator. He is the creator of the brain, the body, the mind. Therefore, he is the authority over what he has created. And it is dangerous, a very dangerous thing to study the body from head to toe without the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. I believe it is an insult for us to think we know more than God and not to give him credit, or should I say to give others credit for what he already knows and has shown us. With that in mind, let us go to him for knowledge and wisdom, for he alone can give us the power and courage to change. I guess the question is, what do we want or need to change? It could be as simple as learning a new skill or learning to read. Yes, my brain is about to be rewired. New neurons and synapses are about to be formed. Sounds easy, but it's not. Yet more than possible. And the more I activate these new connections that require different parts of my brain, the stronger they will become. I may always have dyslexia, which I don't mind. But I will have learned new skills that will help me tackle words from a different part of my brain. Most people with dyslexia are afraid of words. When reading, sometimes the probability of coming across a word that we cannot pronounce is so great, it leaves us feeling anxious about reading. What would you like Christ to give you the power and courage to change? Now that may be a little more challenging than reading. How does God rewire the brain when there is something about our character that needs changing. The Apostle Paul said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Second Corinthians 5.17 In other words, the work that the Holy Spirit does is sometimes not seen, and the rewiring he has already begun has taken place. What does Paul mean when he says we are new creatures? You know, sometimes I don't feel or act new. I still carry some of those old creatures in me. However, I don't lose heart because Paul also said, Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, behold, as in a glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. 2 Corinthians three seventeen and 18. Paul further states in 2 Corinthians 4, 6 and 7, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. The same power that attended God's word in the beginning when he spoke and there was light. Separating light from darkness is the same power that shines in our hearts to give us light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Yes, he is still separating light from darkness. That is why we are able to climb difficult mountains and cross stormy seas when we place our trust in him. So you see, with our cooperation and consent, the Holy Spirit goes to work, rewiring our brain, creating new neurons. That is why things we used to do that was offensive to God 
we no longer do. Yet he is not finished with us. Our part is to live the word of God, which causes those connections to strengthen. Those old behaviors lose power over us because they are not being used and those connections are pruned. In the same way, a gardener prunes a tree or branch. I am reminded of what Jesus said in John 15, starting with verse 4. Abide in me, and I in you. And as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and withers, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Continue in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things I have spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Character development is God's business, and when we abide or remain in Christ, his word, we bear much fruit or change in character after Christ. And the more intensely we abide, the stronger those connections, those neurons become. The same is true if we are inconsistent about our relationship with Christ. We seldom read our Bibles or adhere to it. Those neurons and connections weaken and eventually a pruned way. The courage to change is more than possible. Paul says to each of us, I am not afraid of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Why? Because the brain God created is capable of change, of transformation, of being rewired. And I am so glad that there is nothing impossible for God. In closing, remember and never forget, there is only one thing to do with the truth found in God's word. Accept it. And like Moses, when Christ placed him in the cleft of a rock, and his glory, the truth about his character passed before him, he fell to the ground and he worshipped. He let the power of God's word change him, fit him for service. Jesus offers us daily the same opportunity. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to another episode from Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted. If you know an adult with dyslexia, please share these short devotionals with them. For more devotionals, please visit my website at www wrpublication.com where you can read or listen to archive shows. Thank you again for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted and be blessed.